May all that you stand for and that we stand for be preserved under the providence of God for the happiness of mankind. The trouble is caused by unthinking people who carelessly throw away ageless ideals as if they were old and outworn machinery. But it is the values of individual liberty, equality before the law and the supremacy of people over the state to which we can always with confidence return as a powerful and uniting force. Australia is not a secular country. It is a free country. Fact check. Does George Christensen's bill force medical intervention when there's no chance of survival? By Dave Pellow. Secretary of the Reason Party, Emma Sinclair, has presented a poor performing video claiming to debunk George Christensen's Children Born Alive Protection Bill. For context, the Reason Party was formerly called the Australian Sex Party and was established in 2009 by Fiona Patton, the then CEO of Australia's national adult, that is prostitution and pornography, industry association. In a PR attempt to disguise the obviously radical fringe agendas in their political platform, the Sex Party changed its name in 2017. In the video, feminist Emma Sinclair indulges in a pedestrian recitation of all the usual abortion apologist propaganda cliches before getting to her attempted debunking of the popular federal member for Dawson's actual bill. Let's fact check them all. After all, she does constantly claim to now value reason, science and human rights, and not just a postmodern hedonistic moral relativism rationalised by little more than truly radical self-supremacy. First quote, Sinclair claims, quote, People accessing abortion care late in pregnancy do so for a range of complex, personal, and in most cases, health-related reasons. So why is George Christensen talking about babies being born alive during abortion? Probably to propagate abortion myths and misconceptions on behalf of the religious zealots who follow him. And because he's a d- End quote. Abortion care is a euphemism abortion trade PR experts have crafted to make us think abortion is kind, gentle, benign, has no significant impact on the mother, and there is no second person to be considered in the medical procedure. According to Dr. Anthony Levitino, a board-certified practicing obstetrician-gynecologist with 40 years of medical experience, who has taught as associate professor of OBGYN and personally performed over 1,200 abortions in the first and second trimesters, Late-term abortions required the abortionist to first kill a fully developed baby who could usually survive outside the womb. Due to the size of the baby, the mother's cervix must be dilated for two to three days before the baby can be delivered or its dismembered parts can be surgically vacuumed from her womb. Late-term abortions have a high risk of hemorrhage, lacerations and uterine perforations, as well as a risk of maternal death. Future pregnancies are also at a greater risk for loss or premature delivery due to abortion-related trauma and injury to the cervix. Sinclair claims the reasons for seeking a late-term abortion are, quote, complex, personal, and in most cases health-related, end quote. Complex and personal are feelings, 
not rational reasons for taking the life of another human. As to the claim late-term abortion is in most cases health-related, that is rational, but is it true? According to Victorian government's own late-term abortion figures, 140 babies in 2017 and 173 in 2018 were aborted after 20 weeks gestation, not for health reasons, but for maternal psychosocial indications, which is just social or psychological reasons. Another 179 babies in Victoria alone were aborted for suspected or confirmed congenital anomaly, which is a disability such as cleft palate, Down syndrome, or potentially fatal conditions. Of these, 16% were born alive and would be subject to the provisions of the federal Children Born Alive Protection Bill 2021 if legislated. Based solely on her debunked claims, Sinclair then presumes to be qualified to infer Christensen's motivations for putting up this bill for debate, a debate in which she clearly has much to fear from engaging with facts and science. Instead, she reveals the strongest card in her hand is not reason, but personal attacks based only in her partisan bias and anti-Christian prejudices. The second quote. Scans during pregnancy will sometimes reveal that a fetus has a fatal anomaly. This means there's a high risk of miscarriage or of stillbirth. These anomalies can also pose significant health risks or even endanger the life of the mother if she proceeds with the pregnancy. This leaves her and her family with a horrific decision. Terminate and lose a child long awaited for or risk the life of the mother. These decisions are not made in a silo. They're informed by a wealth of medical science and clinical knowledge. End quote. Speaking of a wealth of medical science and clinical knowledge, and inconveniently for the Reason Party's spokesman, Over a 1,000 experienced practitioners and researchers in obstetrics and gynaecology have affirmed that direct abortion, the purposeful destruction of the unborn child, is not medically necessary to save the life of a woman. Abortion apologists would like you to simply dismiss the medical care experts who plainly contradict their propaganda. The clinicians and researchers who signed the Dublin Declaration uphold, quote, there is a fundamental difference between abortion and necessary medical treatments that are carried out to save the life of the mother, even if such treatment results in the loss of life of her unborn child. We confirm that the prohibition of abortion does not affect in any way the availability of optimal care to pregnant women, end quote. Her third quote. Finally, and only after much gaslighting, misinformation and feminist vitriol, Emma Sinclair's attempt at debunking the bill finally addresses the content of the bill itself. Quote, The reality of what Christensen is suggesting is that medical intervention should be used to prolong the life of an infant who has no chance of survival. End quote. Emma Sinclair seems determined to personify the Stalinist maxim, never let the facts get in the way of a good story. It is demonstrably false by any reasonable, fair-minded person taking a few seconds to read the bill that Christensen is suggesting that. The bill only ensures there is equality for all born children, regardless of the circumstances preceding the child's birth, stating the, quote, 
duty owed by a health practitioner to provide medical care or treatment to a child born alive as a result of a termination is no different than the duty, including a duty under the law of a state or territory or the general law, owed to provide medical care or treatment to a child born alive other than as a result of termination, end quote. Let me put this in less words for those demagogues who claim to value reason. Every child born alive should be given the same standard of care as any other child born alive, no more, no less, regardless of the prior intention to kill that child while it was in his or her mother's womb. If a baby was born with conditions that in any circumstance would make it incompatible with life, cruelly extraordinary measures would not be offered, and this bill would change absolutely nothing about that for children born after a botched abortion. All the bill does is ensure that the same standards of compassion and care are applied to all children born alive, without discrimination, as per the International Convention on the Rights of a Child. It not only states that every child has the inherent right to life, Article 6, but also that no child shall be deprived of medical treatment, Article 24. There is no possible chance that a literate person could honestly infer George Christensen's bill is suggesting that medical intervention should be used to prolong the life of an infant who has no chance of survival. Conclusion. Both the foundational and summative claims made by the Reason Party spokesman Emma Sinclair are consistently and demonstrably false in every instance. The only thing this video has successfully debunked are the presenters and producers' own claims to reason, compassion, civility or sincerity. Sinclair's closing remark that Government ministers, including Amanda Stoker, the Assistant Minister for Women, have put their support behind this attempt to muddy the waters around abortion and to paint abortion procedures as inherently cruel and immoral. I know. What a bunch of d Serves as an ironic summary of the video's own purpose, to muddy the otherwise crystal clear waters around the equal rights to healthcare of all babies born alive without discrimination. It is abundantly obvious the Reason Party and other abortion industry apologists and lobbyists are desperate to cover up the cruelty and immorality of current clinical standards in contravention of international human rights conventions with their own unique brand of snarky, confected outrage. Today, we need a special kind of courage. Not the kind needed in battle, but a kind which makes us stand up for everything that we know is right, everything that is true and honest. We need the kind of courage that can withstand the subtle corruption of the cynic, so that we can show the world that we are not afraid of the future.